climate change, poverty, mental health, young people and adults face a world of constant change. It's the connections we make, innovations and education that come together to help us make a difference. Welcome to the power of young people to change the world. In this program, we bring together leaders that share stories designed to inspire you to serve, learn, and change the world. Now, here's your host, Amy Muirs. Welcome to the power of young people to change the world. I'm your host, Amy Muirs, and I'm here every Thursday on Voice America Empowerment Radio, where together we explore how young people are using their ideas, creativity, and passion to shape a better world, and how educators can utilize the power of service learning to redesign education. If you've listened to any of these previous shows, you'll know that Youth Voice is a core value of NYLC. It drives everything that we do. We know that if we silence Youth Voice, we miss out on the creativity, that energy, that passion that we need to solve the issues that are facing our world. On today's show, we're going to talk about the power of Youth Voice and how youth leaders in Atlanta are not only reporting the news, They're redefining the role that young people are playing and how they are leading within the city. Vox ATL is a space where teens speak and Atlanta listens. I love that tagline, teens speak and Atlanta listens. Young people are reporting on everything from the global pandemic and mental health to culture and entertainment news. So joining me today from Vox ATL is Tybria Tybria Brown and Isabella Cavanis. So Isabella is a junior at Westlake in Fulton County. She's a 21st century leader, youth ambassador, and an editor of Vox Teen Communications. She's also a four-time published author of featured articles entitled Dissecting Your Underlying Condition, Raised by Nana, Defining Black Excellence at Westlake, and the 2019 Breaking Barriers of Social Anxiety that was featured on WABE and major networks like CNN. Joining Isabella is Tybria Brown, who's an aspiring filmmaker and journalist. She's the co-creator author of the book, Sincerely Gen Z. She's an activist as well as an undergrad student at Brandeis University and a member of the Posse Foundation. I just want to welcome both of you to the power of young people to change the world. Thank you so much for joining me today. um, Isabella and Tibria, um, I would love um, for you to share um, and talk more about your work with Fox ATL. But before we do that, I really want to learn more about each of you. So would you introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us a bit more about what you're doing in your free time, um, if you have any with your busy schedules? Um, uh, Tibria, let's start with you. Absolutely. Good. Hello, everyone. I'm Tabria Brown, a current undergrad and student at Brandeis University. Um, After school, I typically attend activist association meetings and protests where we sign petitions and contact government officials for important causes like ending the pipelines that destroy indigenous land, stop Asian hate, and BLM. My current experience of attending college as a first year has been an earth-shattering experience in the best way possible. I've learned a lot of life skills in the past few days, and I'm learning to become a more independent and compassionate person. One of my biggest goals in life 
is to become a world-class person in whatever field I choose to pursue. Mm. I want to be the best of the best because then I'll have the invincibility and power to bring knowledge and expertise to those who don't have the opportunity or core resources to chase their dreams themselves. I plan to continue my work as an activist for the rest of my life, and I've seen everyone in the world has respect and resource that they deserve as living human beings. I plan to change the world in the best ways possible and continue to become involved in politics and other legislation. That's amazing. Just for our international listeners, because I think most of our U.S. listeners um, know this, but could you tell everyone what BLM is? Absolutely. BLM is a Black Lives Matter Act um, organization. It strives to uplift the voices of Black and people of color in the United States that are constantly faced with oppression. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And thank you for all of your amazing work that you're doing. Um, Isabella, how about you? Can you share a little bit about yourself with our listeners? So hi, everyone. Um, Thank you for giving me the opportunity to introduce myself. Um, So my name is Isabella Cavanis, and I am a current senior at the illustrious Westlake High School. I currently serve as a box teen editor And in this position, I am a publishing lead. So that means that I um, kind of work with the content that teens produce and I post it onto their website and work on scheduling and editing their content. Um, um, On my own spare time, I am an actress at the Alliance Theaters Teen Ensemble, which is located in downtown Atlanta. And I'm actively trying to work to pay it forward to other teens in our community and in the the metro Atlanta area. Um, I currently serve as a 21st Century Leaders Youth Ambassador as well, uh, where our main focus is uplifting youth leaders and others in our community. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I'd like to stay with you, Isabella, and start out. Can you start by giving us an overview of Vox ATL? Like, how did it start? What's the mission? Um, What does the work look like? So, yeah, of course. So it started in 1993, um, 13 Atlanta area teens and 10 adult volunteers, along with our very own founder, Rachel Alterman Wallach, created Vox, a teen-driven newspaper that would serve as an uncensored voice for teens where they could talk about the issues that they care about. Vox then grew into a youth development program providing free teen-driven quality after-school programming with a focus on self-expression and leadership development. That's wonderful. And how about, um, can you tell us more about your role there? So... My current role there is as a publishing editor. Um, And within this role, I basically um, attend daily publishing meetings where we discuss teens content. And on the back end, I directly contact with teens about their content and edit their work and place it onto WordPress and schedule it to be published on our website. That sounds amazing. And it sounds like a lot of hard work. (laughs) Yes. But Vox's overall mission is to lead a youth voice movement where teens from diverse backgrounds create a stronger, more equitable community through leadership and uncensored self-expression. That's wonderful. I love uncensored self-expression, right? (laughs) Like no one's telling you what you should or shouldn't say, um, you actually get to share your authentic voice. That's amazing. 
Um, Tybria, how did you come to Vox ATL? And why, why is this work so important to you? Okay, so just to give a little context to myself, uh, prior to finding Vox, I still had a lot of goals and I was driven, but I had no direction for how I wanted to achieve my goals of helping the world and uplifting people's voices who never had privilege to begin with. So the first time I had ever heard of Vox was completely by chance. Um, me and my mom were on a day out, we were shopping, and we ran into the mother of one of my senior Voxes, her name is Miracle. Um, and her mom pretty much introduced me to Miracle and Miracle told me about the wonders of Vox. So I joined immediately. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I joined my first semester and created this article called um, Who's Teaching My Teacher, which was an article based on my experience in the uh, Atlanta school system, the DeKalb County school system more specifically. And I, Vox really gave me the legs to talk about my story in its entirety, and they gave me the resources to make sure that I was portraying my experience in the best and clearest way possible. Um, and the reason that I stayed at Vox was not due to what the organization could give me transactionally. It was due to the amazing friendships and relationships I was able to create while I was there. I genuinely believe Vox has like this energy, this spirit that keeps people interested because everyone is really able to express themselves and their true ideas and the adult staff and older teen staff really give you the resources to do that. So Vox is so near and dear to my heart because no other organization I've ever been a part of has ever made me feel so safe and welcome and I'm so grateful to them for giving me the space to explore the kind of person I want to be for the rest of my life and they, I think they do a really good job of teaching all the teens um, how to set their own boundaries and expectations for the people in their lives like their friends and co-workers so I've gotten so many cool and crazy life skills from them that I don't even know they were planning out I think it's just a byproduct of having a loving and encouraging environment so Vox is very, very sweet to me because they are such loving people. That's wonderful. That safe space is so important, especially if you want free expression, right? Like to be able to come and, and be able to share. You said one of your first article, articles was who's teaching my teacher. Um, there's not a lot of places. I, I shouldn't speculate. Could you um, maybe share a little bit about that article? Um, in the content? Oh, absolutely. Um, so this article I made when I believe I was like 15 years old. Um, and I broke down kind of my experience of being more or less let down by my education system back home in Georgia. Um, a lot of teachers didn't do their jobs right. And I don't think it was necessarily their fault. I think it's the fault of the system who doesn't train them. So I went into detail about my own experience with unprofessional and untrained teachers. And I kind of talked about ways that we can improve the system by giving teachers more compensation so they want to do their job and making some change within the legislation to ensure that teachers have an expectation that they have to live up to so that their students get the best education and care possible. Amazing. So um, thank you. So now I can state my point previous to that, which was not a lot of spaces um, are going to give a young person, a 15 year old who has um, something negative to say about an adult 
type system, right? Um, the space to be able to do that. So it's exciting to hear what an amazing opportunity um, Vox has been um, for youth voice, for free expression, for that uncensored um, self-expression. It just, um, I'm excited to dig in more, but we do have to take a quick break. And then when we return, we'll continue our conversation with Isabella and Tibria. So stay with us on the power of young people to change the world. Voice America Empowerment Radio. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. For nearly 40 years, the Minnesota-based National Youth Leadership Council has worked globally to transform classrooms, empower teachers, and captivate students by leading the way in providing high-quality, dynamic service learning content to school districts, classrooms, after-school programs, and everything in between. NYLC accelerates student achievement by strengthening academic, civic, and character outcomes through service learning. They tap into the passion, creativity, and ingenuity of all young people to make meaningful change happen. NYLC offers a variety of paths to reach service learning excellence through membership, its annual spring national service learning conference, customized professional development, tools, resources, and soon to be released, Getting Started in Service Learning, a book designed for teachers ready to lead the way to address real world issues with all young people, inspiring them to serve, learn, change the world. Visit NYLC lc.org to learn more today become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america you are listening to the power of young people to change the world with amy muirs to find out more about amy and the national youth leadership council please visit nylc.org now back to the show Welcome back, everyone. Um, today, I'm joined by Isabella and Tybria from Vox ATL. So this is a space for uncensored self-expression for young people to report on the news um, and to take um, action and share their voice. Again, I want to thank you both for being here. And Isabella, um, Tybria shared kind of how she came to Vox, T- Vox ATL, but I would love to hear how um, you guys engage young people. How do you get them started? Um, and what are some of the things that um, you guys are working on? So Box engages the youth by sharing um, youth voices and making sure that they are heard and creating safe spaces to um, allow content to be produced. Um, we convene in a plethora of workshops that teach us lifelong skills that we can carry into the workforce And overall, we gain knowledge on how to be a working journalist or in almost any career in the media industry. So basically, Box teaches us every avenue in the media industry. And you get to work in from the audio content, from video content to writing content. And you get to learn all these different skills and they can teach you how to apply it into the workforce. That's amazing. So what are some of the things that you're working on right now? 
So what I'm currently working on is initiating my very own podcast, Atlanta's Very Own. Um, This podcast is dedicated to showcasing youth voices in Atlanta and all of their accomplishments. Um, I think it is very important that we highlight our youth and inspire others. So this comes along with being vulnerable and showing that the struggle or what you had to go through to get there, because not a lot of people think, oh, if I'm this age, then I can't do this. But you can do anything at any any age. Um, And that's kind of how I got started with Vox. Um, My freshman year of high school, I was in the library and I was just sitting like searching on my computer, looking for stuff that can help me um, use my mind and fulfill my potential. Um, And I happened to stumble upon Vox and I seen the form and I filled it out like that day. And overall, it just changed my life completely. That's amazing. So how, how long have you been with Vox? So it's been like uh, three years now since I've been with Vox. Yeah. So you're like, you're a senior boxer. (laughs) Is that, is that a word? We we like to call it um, Vox veteran. Vox veteran. That's that's probably better than senior boxer. (laughs) (laughs) So Tybria, so what have you been able to work on since you started at Vox? Okay, so um, since joining Vox in 2019, which is still crazy to say, um, I've been able to work on so many fun projects with so many cool people. The first major product I put out was, of course, my aforementioned article called Who's Teaching My Teacher? And it's still one of the articles I'm most proud of to this day. Um, Shortly after writing that piece, the spring semester at Vox, I became an editor and um, wrote and edited several more articles and essays. Um, In my role as editor, I was also responsible for helping other Voxers with their pieces, and it gave me the room to be myself while still maintaining a level of responsibility and growing my maturity. Um, I also got really into facilitation while I was at Vox, which is something Mm -hmm. we're pretty big on. Um, And as an introverted person, it was nice to learn how to guide and lead a group in such a safe space. Um, and while in the role as my edit, as an editor, I got really into video editing and learned how to do visual, visual storytelling. So on that topic, um, once the pandemic hit, I created this Vox vlog series, which Isabella was also a part of, and we pretty much detailed how the pandemic was defecting us as high school students at the time and what our daily lives were looking like and how our mental health was affected by the pandemic. Um, And outside of Vox directly, um, I do believe Vox gave me the legs to produce my own content independently. So it gave me the room to work on some essays outside of Vox and outside of school. I've gotten into some authoring and writing on my own. So, and even though it's been a lot harder to produce content outside of Vox and during this pandemic, I've done my best to continue protesting and petition signings and organize clubs and stuff. So Vox has really been helping me a lot and they've they've given me the room and resources to do what I can. That's amazing. Um, can you talk more about um, covering COVID-19, Tabria, and kind of teen mental health? Um, what have you learned? Um, what have you seen during this pandemic? Um, yes, absolutely. Um, actually, I'll tackle the way I've covered mental 
itself because I think it lends itself to COVID-19 and the way it's affected itself. Um, so the biggest thing I think I've done that intertwines those two themes is earlier this year in April, I was in need of mental health assistance and due to the pandemic, a lot of people are. So I talked about how hard it was to find counselors and therapists due to the limited resources, unless you're like uber super wealthy and have all the resources you could ever have. So I wrote an article um, on Vox ATL's website and I went into a lot of detail about that. Um, it goes more into depth about my personal journey to find mental help because with the transition from high school to college on top of the pandemic, it's been pretty hard. And I just detailed some steps that I took to find the help that I needed. And I recommended some steps that others should take. Um, and in terms of my COVID-19 coverage, I've mostly discussed the impact the pandemic has had on art and activism. And another article that I did earlier was my assessment of Bo Burnham's Netflix special Inside, which is a nice marriage of addressing the way COVID is not only impacting mental health, but also people's activism, and it's radicalized a lot of people's political opinions and skewed people more to the left because they've seen how the system never didn't really assist them in a time of such dire need like this pandemic. So I go into detail about how this whole crazy situation we're in really is affected not only the everyday person, but also artists like Bo. And in conclusion, um, my coverage of COVID and mental health have, unfortunately, let's be honest, uh, been intertwined over the past year. But I hope the work that I've done has been able to help people overcome some of their struggles with mental health and find help in the way they can. I absolutely agree. And I think mental health is just at the forefront of a lot of conversations right now. I know our Youth Advisory Council has identified mental health as the issue that's really important to them and that they want to tackle. Um, it was part of this International Service Learning Conference um, that I participated in over the last two days, um, hosted by an amazing partner out of Latin America called CLICE. Um, mental health was right there in the forefront. And I don't know that in my 18 years um, of working in the education field that I've seen mental health so out there um, and just actively part of the conversation in such a way that um, that's really engaging and allows people to, to really have a voice and talk about it. So thank you for sharing that. Um, Isabella, I would love to learn about the need for young people to share their voices. Like what have you learned about young people sharing their voice during your time at Vox? And what issues do you think um, are most important to them right now? We've talked, we've hit on mental health, but could you share a little bit more about that? Yeah, I was actually gonna um, touch on mental health actually. Um, so in our present times, a lot of things are going on pertaining to mental health. And like even before the pandemic, there has been a mental health crisis within our youth. And I think the pandemic really shed light on the significance of teens expressing mental health concerns with their parents, adults, 
and educators. And I would say mental health is the most important thing for us right now. And I believe that, you know, it really set the floor for communication um, through many generations. Like I was able to share a lot of things with my parents about how I was feeling during the pandemic um, because of uh, what was going on. So it's, it's very important that, you know, we share our emotions with um, our adults and our um, our peers. So I think that's why it's most important because there's a lot of issues going on right now that need to have some light shed on. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm wondering, um, are there... Are there like specific examples from the work at Vox that that um, that you can point to around um, that address mental health or other issues that um, young people are really lifting up, especially over the last year? So, yeah, I would say um, I had one personal um, piece, a personal story that I was talking about uh, my school because a reporter stated that our school had a history um, of failing. And I wanted to shed light on that, you know, our school isn't a bad school. Our school is a good school. And I wanted to take that stigma away. So instead I was showcasing, um, black students excelling and all the accomplishments, accomplishments that they have made. Um, and I just think it's important to just recognize the things that are going around in the community. So whatever that, whatever that is, or whatever you see that's going on, just make sure that you talk about it and uplift it. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so Tibria, I'm wondering, um, I apologize. I'm saying Tibria, it's Tibria. And so I apologize for, for mispronouncing your name. Um, I would love to hear more about, um, your book, Sincerely Gen Z that you co-edited and authored. Um, what's it about? What's involved? What does this book look like? Absolutely. Um, my book, Sincerely Gen Z, um, was co-edited by me and my dear friend, Leslie Cohen. Um, we were approached about this book by the former AJC uh, journalist, Angela Tuck. She uh, took us on board and gave us the room to spread our rings and talk about whatever we wanted. So Leslie and I went into the direction of talking about all the protests that happened in 2020. Um, we talked about teen mental health. We also went into detail about other marginalized groups like the queer community, and women's activism, uh, religions that are often demonized or misunderstood, misinterpreted. So we spent months and months compiling pieces from young people all over the world. Um, the writers and artists we recruited were all under 25 so that they could best represent the thoughts of our generation, Gen Z. Um, the title Sincerely Gen Z was born out of us wanting to write a letter not only to future generations but also to past generations. Our plan was to give people outside of our generation insight into the world we grew up in and the world we continue to grow in. Um, I think it was beautifully done collection of artwork, essays, and poems that highlighted the experiences of my generation. Um, we did our best to cultivate a group of diverse young people to express their differences in life. Um, it, it shows a range of individuals from all walks of life and spe specific age groups that gets us to see the diversity even in our limited age and knowledge of the world thus far. 
Um, though the creation of the book is not associated with Vox, there are a lot of Voxers in it um, because those are people that I trusted and I've grown to know are incredibly powerful and engaged writers. So I really took a hand and let them do whatever they needed to do. Um, it's bursting with color, I'll definitely say that. The cover art is showing young people at a protest with signs of all kinds saying like stop Asian hate, Black Lives Matter, etc. So we really did our best to show the diversity and the thoughts of our generation throughout 2020. That's amazing. And if someone wanted to read this book, where would they go looking for it? Absolutely. So because this is a nonprofit book, um, we don't have an official website. But if you would like to follow me on Instagram at B-R-I-A-J-A-C-K-I-E on Instagram, that's Bria Jackie. You can definitely find the link to the book in my bio or you can follow the Sincerely Gen Z book Instagram. The, ins their, the link to the book is also in that bio. Beautiful. So we'll share that again, but we do have to take another quick break. So when we come back, we'll continue our conversation on Youth Voice. So stay with me, Amy Muir's on the power of young people to change the world, Voice American Parliament Radio. We'll be right back. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. For nearly 40 years, the Minnesota-based National Youth Leadership Council has worked globally to transform classrooms, empower teachers, and captivate students by leading the way in providing high-quality, dynamic service learning content to school districts, classrooms, after-school programs, and everything in between. NYLC accelerates student achievement by strengthening academic, civic, and character outcomes through service learning. They tap into the passion, creativity, and ingenuity of all young people to make meaningful change happen. NYLC offers a variety of paths to reach service learning excellence through membership, its annual spring national service learning conference, customized professional development, tools, resources, and soon to be released, getting started in service learning. A book designed for teachers ready to lead the way to address real world issues with all young people, inspiring them to serve, learn, change the world. Visit NYLC lc.org to learn more today things worth considering featuring host gord riddell and alexia georgiousis is a program that's all about connections the connections we make with our families our workplaces friends and others around us it's also about connections to ourselves, spirit feelings and stories let us connect with you each week to explore who we are and what we can be moving forward we can overcome the obstacles that stand in our way things worth considering airs live every thursday at 8 p.m eastern time 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to The Power of Young People to Change the World with Amy Muirs. To find out more about Amy and the National Youth Leadership Council, please visit nylc.org. Now back to the show. 
So welcome back, everyone. Um, again, if you're just joining us today, we're discussing the power of youth voice with Isabella and Tabria from Vox ATL. And before we went to break, um, Tabria was telling us about her amazing book called Sincerely Gen Z, which I just told her um, I will be on Instagram to find the link so that I can get it. But I wanted to invite her to share just one more time where you can find um, find that book. So Tabria, where can they find um, Sincerely Gen Z? <laughs> okay, so you can follow me on Instagram at Bria Jackie, that's B-R-I-A-J-A-C-K-I-E, or you can follow the Sincerely Gen Z book Instagram page. The link is in both of our bios. Wonderful. Thank you. So you all know what your um, your homework is after this, this show. Um, Isabella, um, I would love to talk more about... Um, the impact that the work at Vox ATL is having. Um, how have you been able to really engage young people in sharing their voice and that, what impact have you seen um, because of the work that's being done? Um, so Vox ATL is been, has been a foundation for overflow and overflow of just good things and being able to fulfill all of the goals that you have for yourself and all the goals that you have for your character. Um, I would just say for me specifically, I've seen so many teens come into the building with social anxiety or having fear of public speaking or even, you know, just socializing with people on a daily basis. And come out and just become social butterflies and are able to engage and, you know, start to pursue their dreams. Um, I would say that a lot of people get involved in all the avenues that they have at Vox from video, audio, and writing pieces. Um, students can just excel in every area. And that's one thing that I've always cherished about Vox. And every part has had a drastic impact impact on my life. But the most rewarding part of Vox is the way that it's helped build my character. And it's really touched base on all the good traits that I have. So I always wanted to be a positive role model within my community. And it really opened that door for me to become that person, whether that was facilitating a leadership workshop or teaching somebody how to do something that they never done before. It was so um, just a life-changing experience for me. And Vox just really just centers and revolves around, you know, just building all those good traits up inside of you. But yeah. That's amazing. So I've heard both of you um, mention facilitation. What's What are some of the workshops that you guys are facilitating or what are the sessions that you're facilitating? Um, so I can answer this. Um, I, when I was a, an editor in Vox, I facilitated this one workshop about video editing and I basically broke down the best ways to engage an audience in a very short period of time. Um, some of the other things that we facilitate are community building workshops so that we can interact with each other and kind of have a nice little family at Vox. Awesome. Thanks. I was just, I was really curious because you both have talked about facilitating. It was like, so what kind of things, but awesome. Um, obviously somebody's got to, you know, if you're new to video editing, I, you know, that would be an amazing class I would love to take. Um, uh, Tabria, 
what kind of new skills you've touched on this a little bit, but what kind of new skills, um, have you developed for, through your work at Vox CHL? And I'm really curious, um, too, how that, um, how you think that'll transfer, you know, to being an undergrad, um, and how have you gotten support from the other young people and from the adults, um, around you because of this work? Okay, so when I first got to Vox, I had a very limited knowledge of everything. Um, I was an introvert, I was shy, so I didn't want to explore a lot of my resources. So one of the biggest skills I think I got from Vox was just learning how to interact with other people, how to ask questions, and that really lent itself for me getting help from other teen staff members. Um, one of my favorite teen staff members of Vox, Isley, she gave me kind of a crash course in uh, photo editing, um, which helped me make my uh, thumbnails for my videos as well as the art for my articles at times. Um, another um, Vox staff member that helped me a lot was Aiden Ventimiglia. He actually is the artist that designed the cover of Sincerely Gen Z, and he gave me a lot of tips on how to play with color theory and stuff. So. Vox gave me the resources to reach out to people. Um, another thing that I learned at Vox was my interest in video editing. And um, one of our adult staff members, Maurice, gave me a lot of tips and tricks how to get better. And a lot of the ads I did for my um, individual workshops, Maurice helped me out a lot on that. Um, and another thing that I got from Vox was learning how to make an engaging piece of literature, something to read, because unfortunately in high school, you're only really taught very plain, simple uh, scholastic essays, which aren't necessarily the most entertaining to read. Um, so Vox gave me the skills to express my own voice in my writing and essays. So I think that's transferring to college really well. Um, that ability to lend my own personality into the words that I'm putting on a page, I think is one of the main reasons I got into school because of my entrance papers and my Common App essay. And in my current writing classes, um, I think one of the main positive feedbacks I get is that uh, my personality comes through on the paper. And I don't think that would have happened if I hadn't have gotten the criticism and the help that I did at Vox. And I love that criticism isn't a negative word when you use it. Um, it's the help that comes when someone is is lifting up and helping us move our work forward. Um, you guys make me want to share just a quick personal story. Um, when I um, was uh, a freshman in college, oh, so many years ago, um, I wanted to be a journalism major but I did not have the experiences that you guys have had at Vox ATL. And I'm also an introvert. Um, some people are laughing right now, but it's absolutely true. Um, if you know me, I am definitely on the introvert side. Um, and I didn't realize I would actually have to talk to people when I was by being a journalist. I just wanted to write. So I feel both of you when you talk about, you know, how to interact with people and how to engage with people, because um, that's a skill that took me a very long time um, to develop as as an adult. Um, not definitely not when I was a student. Um, Isabella, what's been your most rewarding part of working with Vox? You know, what what are the new skills that that you've developed because of this work? 
Um, every part and every day and all the time that I've spent at Vox has been rewarding. But I think the most rewarding part for me, because I personally personally love to help people and I love to talk to people about things, um, would be the facilitation aspect of Vox. So just being able to host those workshops and about skill building. So like leadership workshops or interviewing workshops, because I feel like, you know, it's all about, you know, teaching the generation and teaching them how to be leaders and how to carry those traits. So they'll be able to take it with them in the workforce. Um, but Vox has really impacted me in many ways and has opened doors for me and so many other organizations that I've been a part of. That's wonderful. I love that um, that leadership. You know, it's it's not just about the stories, right? It's not just about reporting the news. It truly is about taking leadership and again that uncensored self expression, um, having the freedom to be able to share the stories that you want to share. Use the voice that you have inside of you, and it's lifting you up. Um, absolutely, it's it's amazing. Um, I would love um, to Bria um, for you to talk just about what do you hope for the future of Vox? Um, how you're gonna? How do you see them continuing to lift up the power of young people? Well, first and foremost, this is something we kind of talk about a lot, but I hope everyone can experience the Voxy experience. Um, I think it's such a wonderfully warm place, and I hope to see it expand, but not lose its touch in that very personalized and individual way. Um, I hope young people across the country like me that needed that push and that guiding hand can experience it. I don't know what that necessarily looks like, whether that be like a nationwide thing or a city by city thing, I don't know. More virtual um, Vox would be awesome so other people could experience this wonderful place. But um, also in the future of Vox, I hope to be able to come back as a mentor or as a board member or something so that I can give other people the knowledge that I've learned, younger people who needed a mentor, um, I would love to come back and give them all those resources that I've gotten over the years. Um, and I plan to continue uplifting youth voices and bringing my Voxiness to Boston while I'm here. Um, maybe starting like another uh, happy little organization or lending my hand and my experience to other organizations that already exist here. But for the future of Vox, I just want everyone to be able to experience what a wonderful place this is. Sounds amazing. So what I'm hearing is Vox, uh, Vox Twin Cities, Vox uh, Boston, Vox, you know, Dallas, pick your city. We, we need a box everywhere. <laughs> Absolutely. That would be amazing. <laughs> I think we have a plan. Let's talk after the show. <laughs> um, we do have to take one last short break. And then when we come back, we'll get some final reflections from our guests today. So stay with us on the power of young people to change the world. And remember, you can follow the show on social media at NYLCORG or find us at NYLC.org. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. TRN. 
Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. For nearly 40 years, the Minnesota-based National Youth Leadership Council has worked globally to transform classrooms, empower teachers, and captivate students by leading the way in providing high-quality, dynamic service learning content to school districts, classrooms, after-school programs, and everything in between. NYLC accelerates student achievement by strengthening academic, civic, and character outcomes through service learning. They tap into the passion, creativity, and ingenuity of all young people to make meaningful change happen. NYLC offers a variety of paths to reach service learning excellence through membership, its annual spring national service learning conference, customized professional development, tools, resources, and soon to be released, Getting Started in Service Learning, a book designed for teachers ready to lead the way to address real-world issues with all young people, inspiring them to serve, learn, change the world. Visit NYLC lc.org to learn more today. What's the difference between leaders who achieve exceptional results with ease and those who struggle to keep up? Tune in for Leading on Purpose with Nicole Bendeley. You'll discover the simple practices that are making the biggest difference to a leader's success today. You'll meet leaders who are bringing out the best in their teams. You'll gain practical strategies to lead yourself and others to high performance with ease. Leading on Purpose airs live Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are listening to The Power of Young People to Change the World with Amy Muirs. To find out more about Amy and the National Youth Leadership Council, please visit nylc.org. Now back to the show. So welcome back, everyone. Um, We just have a few minutes left together. And so I would love to get some final reflections from from both of you. So Isabella, um, what would you like to share with our listeners? They're they're located all over um, around the world here in the U.S. So do you have a piece of advice or something you hope that they'll consider about the voices of young people that you'd like to share? Yes, of course. Um, I first would like to say thank you for having me on. I really enjoyed my time. Um, But a piece of advice that I could give to the listeners would definitely be to stay true to yourself um, and always be authentic because there's no one else like you and there's no one else who can bring what you have to the table or what you have to offer. And to always be vulnerable and tell your truth to people because you never know who might hear it and they might, you know, relate to it or can change their lives in some type of way. So, yeah, that's all. That's amazing. Um <laughs> So you said, tell your truth. And I'll say one of, um, one of the things we talk about at NYLC all the time. And it's, um, when we're, when we're hosting youth leadership trainings and, um, creating that space for young people to really engage is that we say, speak your truth, right? Like be who, be authentic to who you are, speak your truth. And, um, we really strive to create that space where people, feel that they can be their authentic selves. So thank you so much for sharing that. That's amazing advice. Um, Tavria, how about you? I'm going to ask you the same question. 
Okay, um, I think my piece of advice is please follow your dreams. I know that is super cliche and a little corny, but you can't let anyone take you out your element and take you out of your character. If there's something you're super passionate about and there are people around you not supporting you, honestly, it doesn't matter because it's all about you and at the end of the day, you have to live the rest of your life. So never let anyone get under your skin. Um, but my second piece of advice, I guess, would be it's okay to be scared, but never let fear stop you. I'll be honest when I say I'm scared at college right now. Um, new people, new environment, but I can't let fear be the reason that I don't pursue my dreams, and I don't think you should either. Um, one proverb that I keep hearing around campus is the only way to eat an elephant is to take one bite at a time, and you if you have a big goal that you don't know how to start, start in little places and you'll eventually get to where you want to be. Of wonderful advice. I think we should, we should um, all come up with a new way to say that, but <laughs> poor elephants. <laughs> it's a little brutal. <laughs> I mean, I get the proverb, however, <laughs> good advice, <laughs> bad visual. <laughs> so uh, Tabria, so if young people want to get involved um, in Vox ATL um, in, in their listening in the Atlanta area, what do they do? How do they get involved? Okay, so um, for the for young people that want to be involved, I recommend checking out Vox's Instagram or you can check them out on voxatl.org. Um, Vox's Instagram is voxroxatl. That's V-O-X-R-O-X-A-T-L. Um, and on the website, you'll be able to find several resources to find up to sign up for the upcoming semester. Um, and you'll be able to see when community workshops are happening if you're not ready to join yet. There are always options. Um, and there's also a boot camp over the summer if you're unable to join during the school year. Um, I think that's a wonderful way to get introduced to Vox. I just say look them up and register for the next upcoming semester that's available. Um, there's also other options to get involved indirectly. You can read our articles, watch our videos on YouTube, um, and again, check out our website. That's voxatl.org, V-O-X-A-T-L.org. Um, and if you're in the Atlanta area, please come to some of our workshops and our community facilitation meetings, um, facilitation workshops. They're really cool. And sometimes we teach people in the area how to facilitate. So it would be really cool if you could step, if you could come by. Um, and like I said, there's lots of ways to get involved. So take a chance and join us. That would be amazing. Um, I have to know um, what's in a boot camp. What do you have to do? <laughs> it, could, it sounds a little intimidating. I'll be honest. Boot camp. Yeah. <laughs> it's like eating an elephant. <laughs> one step at a time or one bite one at, at a time. time. One bite at a time. <laughs> What's in a boot camp, though? Um, during the boot camp, um, it, I know boot camp sounds a little scary, but you are introduced to facilitation. You are facilitated. You get to learn some other ex um, skills, like Isabella said earlier, in editing and writing. It's kind of like a streamlined semester where you get everything pretty condensed and pretty fast, and you get to interact with other teens in the Atlanta area. Very cool. And so I have to imagine, um, sorry, my own final reflections here, but I have to 
Um, I have to imagine um, you both have talked about this and I mentioned it myself about um, it being an introvert. Um, and I'm wondering when you have the boot camps, when you have um, all of these amazing facilitated sessions, um, is there something that helps those of us who are more introverted kind of um, step into this space um, or that helps engage those young people in a way that um, allows them to kind of express themselves? And, and I'll open this up. We also have um, another person from Vox who's been quietly sitting in corner. So I would welcome Allison if, if that's a question you want to take on. But I'm just curious about engaging those of us who are a little more introverted. Um, I would definitely say that Vox creates um, a very safe space for teens because it has its very own unique process. So we usually have an agenda where we have a go around question and opens up the floor for students to say their names, their age, their pronouns, and it just creates a warm and welcoming experience. And not a lot of nonprofit organizations have like um, little games and interactive activities mm -hmm. for students to get involved in. I think those are very significant to breaking out of your shell and getting to know everyone instead of just jumping right into, um, you know, learning and about the whole process. We get the time to get to know each other. And I think that's why Vox is always so successful with breaking people out of their shells and turning those introverts to social butterflies. So, yeah. Okay. Thanks so much for sharing that as well. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's so important. And I just appreciate you sharing that because I, as we're talking about young people wanting to get engaged and how they do that, if you are an introvert, know you're not alone and that it's, they've created a space that's going to make you feel welcome. I just want to thank all of you for being on the show today for sharing your work. Um, it's inspiring. You are changing the world. I'm, I feel like I'm amongst my people. Um, so thank you guys so much for being here. Um, you can check out all that Vox ATL has to offer by visiting their website at voxatl.org, or you can follow them at Vox, R-O-X-A-T-L. So on last week's show, we met some amazing change makers from across the globe from Peace Jam, which is uh, an organization dedicated to creating a more just and peaceful world. And I think our conversation today just underscores how important it is that we find ways to work together across age, gender, race, and political parties so that we can actually make the world a better place. Um, we need that place and space for young people to share their voice, um, to express themselves, that uncensored self-expression. Um, if you didn't hear last week's show, I encourage you to check out our podcast. You can download it at Voice America on our show page or any of your favorite podcasts. But I truly believe that um, you will be inspired um, by the, the words of all of the young people that we've had on the show. So um, I hope that you'll mark your calendars for Thursdays at six o'clock Eastern and always join us as we serve, learn, change the world. I can't wait to see you next week. Have a great one. Thank 
you for tuning in this week to The Power of Young People to Change the World. Your host, Amy Muirs, will return for another program next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Together, we'll serve, learn, change the world.